Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, thank you for the blessing. In the name of Jesus, amen. You may be seated. All right. Now, I was explaining that in the last days, can somebody turn off your mic here? You just turn it off. Did you just turn it off? Right. In the last days of this era, there are going to be some moral blemishes that will characterize the last generation. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. This know that in the last days, perilous or dangerous times shall come. For men shall be now can we get rid of the humming whatever I hope you are working on it we increase the bass for the um, music remember so maybe that's what's yeah beautiful now remember yeah that these moral blemishes are going to characterize humanity during your ministry time. Okay? And because of that, you're going to be greatly affected. It says, perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. That's the first moral blemish. Lovers of their own selves. Amen. Amen. And covetous. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemous. These are all moral blemishes. Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. This is a moral blemish. Truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent.
fears, despises of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Are you with me? Um, Keziah, come and sing for us. And he cannot be untrue. 
but men that will get worse and you are going to find these 20 sometimes you call the 19 or 20 moral blemishes in men and I want us to look at some of them but there's one that I want to uh, start with now three of them together that I want to start with men shall be lovers of their own selves And covetous, which is actually lovers of money. You see, in the last days, what people will love is what is going to make them dangerous. Whom you love, what you love, can greatly change your personality. If you change the version, you see some of the other versions change Covetous. What version is that? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Changer, changer. Okay? No, no. Verse 2, please. Verse 2. Men will be lovers of themselves and then lovers of money. 
You see that? Now, verse 3, you see yet another thing on love. They will be unloving. (laughs) And then the fourth one, continue. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. So, you have here people's loves of the moral blemishes, 20 of them, four of them are related to what you love. And you see four deviations and four problems about love. Numero un. Number one. Verse two. Men shall be lovers. Change the version, please, to King James. I want us to stay in the King James because it helps you to remember. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Then covetous which is lovers of money. Then it goes down. Boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient, present, thankful, and holy. Without natural affection. Now, unloving is this without natural affection there. Unloving. And then, further down, please, Traitors, heady, high-minded, and lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. These four moral blemishes will characterize the human race and it will endanger you. Now, how can something that is in somebody Danger, endanger me. Well, how can a coronavirus in somebody endanger you? You may ask that question. Because it sort of seems to be transmitted almost. We don't know how it's being transmitted. Are you understanding me? Yes. Now, one day some school children went to the harbor to, uh, on a, um, Sightseeing, and they pass by this huge cold store. When you enter, they feed you for fish, whales, everything. And as the, the children went allowed to go in to see cold, and then they came out. They closed the door, and they were going with the 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 group. It was later they found out that one of the children was not with them and one of them has been left inside the cold room yes do you understand you know sometimes some people are in the wrong place at the wrong time just on the side I just heard of somebody who was cremated by mistake because he was he was very tired he had worked for 16 hours and he had not slept 
So he lay down on the in uh, the stretcher in the place, and then an a worker, new worker, thought oh, it's a true. It just happened. He thought it was uh, what do you call it? Yeah. So he put it in, and then he pressed. Oh, now another worker was there and heard screams from within for some seconds. And then they realized that there was a mistake. So they put it out. But the person has been burned to 1,400 degrees Celsius, whatever. Yes. Anyway, this is by the sign. Back to the child who was inside the cold store. Yes. Are you listening? Yes. Yes. Now, this, what would you do if it was you? What danger is this child in danger of? He is in danger from the environment he is in. The danger to his life is from the cold environment there. And he has to get up and be moving throughout. Because the danger is not for some problem with him, but the environment is deadly. He's going to die and become as frozen as one of the big fishes in that place. So when God has allowed you to be thrown into this world, where this world has become so dangerous because of the environment created by such people, you are in great danger. And if you don't rise up and fight for yourself, you are going to be swallowed up in all these evils. And like a virus, it will spread and overwhelm you and you will be added to it. Now, what you love, let's look at verse 2. Lovers of their own selves. You see, to serve God, you cannot love yourself. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. So, loving of yourself is one of the terrible things that will not let people give up their lives for God. And this not loving yourself was the characteristic of missionaries. They didn't love themselves. They loved God. They don't love their personal life. You go to the Kriwem Museum, you see people who did not love themselves. William Carey did not love himself. Adoniram Judson did not love, he was not a lover of himself. Even his wife, he was ready to leave his wife and his wife decided at the last moment to join him. Yes. These are not people who loved themselves. So lovers, when you start loving yourself, you are incapable of serving God. And that attitude or blemish, moral blemish, is pervading in this last time. People love themselves. Go to even the charismatic churches and other churches. You find that pervasive spirit of loving of yourself. That's why you say, go to other I should go to where? I should go to where? Go to other I should go to where? You to go to the world. Wow. wow. Then the second one is lovers of money. 
Change the version, please. Change the version. Change the version to NASB or NIV. Lovers of money. We have never had more thieves in the church than we have today. You can never almost trust people who are counting money in the church anymore. Yes. And the love of money, people loving money, will not let them serve the Lord. That's why we have people in the Bible school who are not interested in the ministry. They just know that Anakazo is nicer than their houses, so they want to stay there. Yes. Is Anakazo not nicer than people's houses? Think I don't know things. Then we are going to have people who love pleasure more than lovers of God, which is in verse four. That is the third moral blemish that I want you to look at. Pleasures. What are the pleasures? Sexual pleasures, alcoholic pleasures, relaxation pleasures, blowing time pleasures, boyfriends and girlfriends pleasures, parties pleasures. These are the kind of pleasures, drugs, and other things that make you high. I'm gonna take you higher. I'm gonna take you higher. But you can be high on the Lord. And this characteristic will affect human beings. Pleasure lovers. So as you are walking around, this one loves pleasure. This one loves money. This one loves himself, his skin. And everybody is like that. And it makes it more dangerous for you. Everybody in your class loves himself, loves money, and loves pleasures. That's where his heart is on. You have never seen a more sexy, sexical, sexual generation. It's not easy not to follow those things when you are in the midst of it. You, you usually become like what is in the environment. Yes. If you live in one of the French cities, if you live in one of the francophone environments, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God. Lovers of pleasures. Yes. 
you see a young girl by a certain age, she has run through the city. Or the city has run through her. Yes! Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Lovers of their own selves. Lovers of money. I tell you, you have an environment of money desiring, money loving people. Every part of society is filled with money loving people giving speeches about things they don't believe in. But the real reason behind what they are doing is lovers of money, lovers of pleasures, and lovers of themselves. And if you see, that thing comes, spills over into the church. Then you have pastors who are lovers of money, lovers of pleasures, and lovers of themselves more than they love God. More than they love God. So you see, you need to be careful of what you love. That's why when Jesus was asked, what is the number one commandment? He said, number one, to love the Lord your God. What do you love? Who do you love? Yes. Let's stop telling ourselves lies. I love God. You love God? Or you love yourself? You love your skin? You love the pleasures? Many pleasures you have to not have in your life because you love God. You have to forsake so many pleasures. Pleasures of resting, fooling, sexual pleasures, going high. You have to, you have to escape going higher. <laughs> Glue, medicine, weed, anything. I'm going to take you People want to go high. Yes. Oh, what I'm saying is not true. True or not true? Yes. Yes. Sit down. Recently, I met a pastor friend. He went to prison for two to three years. And he came out. He has a very big church. When he came out of the prison, he came, he was giving a testimony. Before he went, his hair was color, color black. When he came out, his hair was color white. Yes. White. Yes. And he said, we were eight in a room. And I was sleeping next to a murderer. He said, every day, something happens. We be tell all the people start to fight in the prison. Suddenly, there will be a wild fight. Before you realize you can die. Yeah. Dangerous characters. He was afraid every day till he came out. Why? Because of the type of people. The type of people in your world makes life very dangerous for you. And such people who love pleasures, lovers of money, lovers of themselves, make spiritual things very dangerous. It's very dangerous for your spiritual future. That's why you have the ministry completely twisted because of these things. 
Perhaps the saddest one will be in verse 3. Saddest one for those of us who are left on earth. It says, without natural affection. Or, change the version, it says, unloving. Unloving. If you have ever seen a generation that does not know how to be loving, natural affection that you should have for your husband, for your wife, for your children. One day I met a pastor. He told me, you know, he had a, a, some men that were his assistants. You know, you know, I was not expecting that. Then he pointed to one of them and said, this one is the one who looks after my children. Now, I thought he was a security guard. Not knowing that he's the one who cares. The wife doesn't care. Oh, yes. I've met many pastors who tell secretly that my wife does not look after children. Anytime you see a pastor's wife, some questions should go through your mind. All this delicate, delicateness and tenderness who would not adventure to place their feet on the ground. Uh, be asking yourself a question that does she even look after her own children that she gave birth to? Yes. You see a security guard with muscles making porridge for the child. Yes. The mother will never lift her little finger like this to do anything for the child. But will come out and pose with dresses and new dresses and hairstyles. Every day there is something new. Hey! Without natural affection that a, a, a woman would have for her child. Show! Show! Unloving. No love for husbands. No love for wives. You would have thought it would be natural. Oh, what are you talking about? Perhaps I should introduce you to more people. And you see, nothing. You even wish for them that they would, they would never be married. That's why Jesus didn't marry. And Paul too. The wiser men of God. See that? That lower life. They opted when they were taking yes, no. They said no. (laughs) Yes. Unloving. Whatever is unloving about you, you are a man. You have no natural affection towards a woman or towards your own spouse or beloved. Not, there's not, I mean, if you even care for somebody, there's nothing at all. As a man, you are, you are like the worst type of person to ever be a beloved. It's true. Christian brothers, you can find, yes, wickedness. It's, it shows in your leadership, your leadership of one woman, then it extends to the leadership of the church. Because a woman is like a church. Yes, it's like a church. It's like a whole church. The woman alone is a, your first church you have is actually a branch. 
It's a branch of the first church, which is your wife. Yes. All right. So, make sure that that virus doesn't get to you. And pray every day for the spirit of love. Why? Because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, spirit of love. So, love is a spirit. And pray for the spirit of love. So, you love God and love people. And always remember, if you don't know what is the meaning of love, say, I love you, what is love? Say, forgive. Just change it to forgive. I love you, I forgive you. Amen? Amen. Now, you know, when God had Adam and Eve in the garden, and they even spoke to the devil, they just chatted with him. And when God came in the cool of the day, he said, Adam, where are you? So, we are feeling naked, so we are hiding among the trees. We are feeling cold. Since when did you feel cold? Ha! Who told you that you were? It's a new creation that he had made on this earth. And when he saw the woman, he said, What is this that thou hast done? Every time you see a cemetery full of graves, you should remember the question God asked to Eve What is this that thou hast done? You see the gravestones all over the place. Every time you see a hospital with suffering people, remember that question. Say, what is this that thou hast done? What is this that thou hast done? Every time you see people dead, bleeding, horrible situations, you ask yourself, what is this that thou hast done? Caused by this one person. Hmm? Yes. Now, back to my scripture, please. Verse 2. Men will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Love always, you can look at it in relation to what else you love. That's the point I'm making. The fact that they talked to the devil. And the devil told them something that they obeyed. So when God came in there, he asked him, where do you know this man from? What has he done for you? I organize you, I organize a garden, I put you here. Where do you know him from? How come he become close to you? I'm asking you how he became close to you. That he has such intimate discussions with you. And when he says to you to do something, you do it. God said, I don't like you again. I don't like you again. How how do you become close to him? Look at the deep discussion you are having with the person. When he says do this, you do. When he says do this, you do. Eat this one, eat it. Do this, you do. This one, you do. It means you were deep with the person. It means you went far. God said, I don't like you again. I don't like you again. The way I like you, I don't like you that way. 
the, the privilege I gave you, I won't give it to you again. How I was with you, I don't want to be like that with you again. He called angels and said, come. These people, eh, what I've done for them, look at what they have done. They are talking, look at the person. Is it the person you even talk to reveal something about yourself? And reveals who you love. Love is often seen in relative terms. Love God. Love pleasure more. Love yourself more. Love money more. What you love more. Love you often see in balancing. That's when you actually see love. That's why I say lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Lovers of themselves. <laughs> more than lovers of God. It's often seen by who you love. God was really offended by Adam and Eve. That thing really pained him. Because what has he done for you? I've made my God, I've put you here, I've made you the king of the whole creation. I've made sun, moon, stars, everything, all the animals like you are lord of lords. A king of kings. And this guy just comes in. You don't know him from anywhere. Anywhere. And why were you having such a close discussion like you were deep. There are some people you mustn't be deep with. There's somebody here, you are deep with somebody. You are already lost. It's going to destroy you. It's going to destroy you, I tell you. You are too deep. You are too deep. You better watch all because you see, when God assesses you, he will say, many, many tackle ufasim. You have been weighed. You have been found wanting. I don't like you again. I don't like you the way I liked you. And he escorted them out. That's the divine judgment. Go out. Go out. And I think God's heart was broken. Since then, he has been looking for some people who like him. Yes, he has been looking for people who will just be exclusive to him. He has always been going through the earth to see if there's anybody who likes him. And that's why Jesus said, you know, I mean... Uh, the greatest is to love God. He doesn't have many people who love him. I wonder how many people in Ghana love God. Ghana. I wonder if God can find 10 people in Ghana who love him. You know, a man of God from Nigeria, one day he told me something privately. Do you want me to tell you what he told me privately? He told me that he had a vision. In the vision, God showed him the top 200 men of God in Nigeria. He has one of the biggest ministries in Nigeria. The top 200 men of God in Nigeria. A heavenly list. His name was not in the list. He was shocked. He, he didn't even appear. Meanwhile, he was like one of the main men. He told me privately. He said, look, I've never been more devastated. His name was not in the list. Because the highest, greatest people are those who love God. Yes. That's the greatest command. That one you didn't do question one. You did all other questions. But the loving of God, you didn't love him. Hmm. All right. So, God is always watching, eh? See how much you gave to that job and how much you are giving to my job. You see how much you gave to that one versus how much you gave to me. You see how you related with that one relative to how you related with me. You see how you talk to your friend for seven hours like that. And when it comes to God, you have three minutes and say, Father, blessed, bless, amen. 
Chichalo, Salabalabalaba. See you later, Lord. Facebook Live, I don't have time for such prayer meetings. Flow prayer meetings. God is always compared. God, one of God's names is Jealous. Jealousy. He says, my name is Jealousy. Yes, it's in the Bible. The next one, boastful, arrogant, proud, very big sounding. Human beings are very proud. Do you know that some pastors used to mock at me my preaching? They said my preaching is a, you know, it's so winning and whatever. And it's like they are doing like revelation and other things. I said, wow. It's beautiful. I asked him, I said, is it true? He said, oh yeah. We, we, we know what you, what you preach. We know. Before he got converted, he was with them. But when he got converted to the word, then he told me. Boasters. Proud. Come back to the King James. Proud. Proud. Blasphemous. Now, calumnious, slanderous, abusive. People will say big things. Hey, I've had people that have said things about me. Yeah, big things. Blasphemy speaks about injurious insults. Yes, injurious insults. So make sure you don't get involved in such a moral blemish. Don't talk about God's servants. In your discussion, talk about everything. Don't talk about God's servants. There's no such punishment for talking about other things. But God's servant, the anointing, keep it out. Yes. Any man of God, just leave it. Disobedient to parents. And you'll notice in these last days, many people don't like their parents. How many people have realized that People don't like, except you. They, they don't like their parents. Raise your hand. Raise your hands. Yes. <laughs> Unthankful is going to be one of the characteristics. A moral blemish. People who are not thankful. That is why we teach you to say thank you. Thank you for Anakazo. Thank you for the school. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for the camp. Thank you for the books. Thank you for Makane. Thank you for this. Thank you because in the last days, one of the moral blemishes is unthankful. In England, when they are teaching you manners, they teach you that when somebody stretches out his hand to give you something, and you also stretch out your hand to receive, you say thank you before you even take it. You say, oh, thank you very much. You see, like if somebody gives you, give me this iPad. You say, oh, thank you. You see, I've not yet received it. Oh, thank you very much. Wow. You see, oh, thank you very much. Thank you, th- thank you very much. You say thank you before you even hold it. You say thank you before you even hold it. Not that you, somebody gives you something. Can I, whatever. Unthankful. Unthankful. This one. Give me. Oh, thank you very much. You say, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Before you even hold it. Go and read your, your book about manners. You say thank you before you even hold it in your hand. 
Oh, 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 thank you. Oh, eh, thank you very much. See, you look at the person, say, thank you very much. Oh, 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 thank you. Thank you very much. In the last days, people are unthankful. It's one of the characteristics, ungrateful. Ghanaians, very unthankful. Guineans. The Ghanaian. The Ghanaian. <laughs> Come to Kotoka International Airport at 7 o'clock in the evening. Even throughout the day now, you'll see a lineup of planes, international flights, all coming to Ghana. Go to Cote d'Ivoire, go to Liberia. Go to Guinea-Bissau. Go to any of these countries. You see a small house which can be an estate house at cantonments. That's the airport. And that, and the tarmac, there's, there are no planes. No, there's no aeroplane. No aeroplane comes there. But Ghana, everybody is coming to Ghana. Yes. Last year, the year of return, normally we issue about 70,000 visas a year. Also, last year, year of return, they issued 800,000 visas. Ghanaian. The year of return. <laughs> no, we are not grateful. We are thankful. Unholy. Hey. Nobody wants to be special for God. But in this last day, you will be special. That moral blemish of being an unholy man. Ah! All of you in the front here, you are cleansed from wicked unholiness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Unholy. Rarely can you find a holy man of God. Today, rare is very difficult. Holy person. Yes. It's difficult to find a holy person. Even to even mention the word holiness. One day I went to preach in a church and uh, the pastor's wife said, Hey, this church, we, my husband, we never mentioned fornication. As you came to preach and you were saying it. That word we don't, we have not heard it here before. The church has got 5,000 members. Fornication, don't mention it here. Yes. And you ask yourself, why would he not mention that word? Hmm. Verse 3. The next moral blemish. Without natural affection. Oh! From today you will be, you will have natural good feelings. Amen. The next one is truce breakers. You, another version says irreconcilable. Change the version. You can never make peace with anybody. Today, people cannot make peace. A few days ago, a brother came to see me. He said, my heart is broken. I said, what is it? He said, my father is dead. Five years ago, the family is quarreling about various things. So because of that, they have not buried my father. Five years. 
So the body is in the mortuary. Yes. And his wife said to me, it's affecting him now. It's, it's affected. People cannot even agree. They quarrel years go by. Huh? Years go by. Never can make peace. Truth breakers. Irreconcilable. The next one. No. Go back to King James. Malicious gossips. Mercy. False accusers. That's how people are going to be. False accusers. You arise and you'll be accused falsely of things you have not. Sometimes the opposite. If you read my book on accusation, most of the time people are accused, when it's just an pure accusation, of the opposite. What they are actually doing is opposite of what they are saying. Yeah. Yes, the laws of accusation. The opposite. Never join false accusers. Yes. I curse all my accusers, false accusers. Yes. What can, what can I do? I'm, I can, when I see you, I don't know if you are false accusing me. I just curse them. <laughs> yes. Just don't join them. Fire for fire. You see, when I went to Nigeria once, I saw a police car. They are fretting on it, operation fire for fire. Yes. Yes. False accusers. Then the next one, incontinent. What does that mean? Change it. Change it. Without self-control. Without what? To control where? To control where? Yourself. In the last days, you you will travel. You rarely will find anybody with self-control. So I can't... You know, when I was in a scripture union, to fornicate eh, is difficult. Everybody in the fellowship is a virgin. Yes. Everyone is a virgin. Today, today, yes. sit down, sit down. I'm coming this way without self control. To be a man of God, you must not join the society which is filled with men who have no self-control. Yes. Men and women without self-control. You are a woman, you cannot control yourself. You are a man, you cannot control yourself. Huh? You must be able to control some other things. 
You know, one day, one of my friends went to visit a doctor in his house, and they had given birth to a, a child. The child was now about 11 to 15 years old. Never has the child gained control of the bowel. So as he's sitting there, grown up like that, cannot say, I want to wee-wee. Cannot say, I don't want to wee-wee. Cannot say, I want to poo-poo. No. It comes every day. Anywhere. And some of us, spiritually, you cannot control poo-poo or wee-wee Spiritual wee wee and spiritual poo poo. Anywhere it comes. Anywhere. After years of Christianity. If you can't control yourself, when you become, you are selected as the two of you to go out. And the people see you and they say, God has sent you. Because when you go, they will receive you in a greater way. And they say, God has sent you. Sit down, sit down. And they say, God has sent you. And they receive you with open arms. You abuse the power. Yes. And you lose control. You lose control. Because you will be so amazed at the kind of honor they will give you. You will be, you'll be amazed that somebody even respects you so much. And you just take and misuse the power that they give to you. You need self-control. Even when you are in a great position of authority. You cannot lose control. The next one. Fears and despises of those that are good. You despise good things from God. Brutal. People are going to be violent. There's more violence today than ever before. Haters of good, despises of good things. They mock. Don't join mockers. Mockery is like a spirit. And everybody talks that way. If you ever grew up in a family of mockers, your tone will always be a mocking tone. Yes. You speak with mockery. You look at things and you mock. And look at them. They think they are whatever. Oh, what do you think of this guy? Come on now. This guy, they are all after money. I know them. This and that. You just open your mouth and you speak mockery. You despise good things all the time. Amen. Amen. Despises of those that are good. Number four. Chapter four. Verse four. Traitors. Judas. A traitor is Judas. In the last days, there will be more Judases than ever before. You think they are with you, but they are not with you. Will you ever be a Judas? You know, I want to. I'm. I'm not saying. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying that you should fornicate, but if you have to choose between fornication and being a traitor, I think fornication is better than to be a traitor. No, no, don't say where he told us we should fornicate. I didn't say I never I never said that.
down Compass. Sit down. Did I tell you the story of Benedict Arnold? I told you on Sunday. Benedict Arnold, I told you the story. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday. No, I told you yesterday. Okay. He's, he's a traitor. They said, we don't want a traitor to be our general. Our brigadier. No way. Even though he's a traitor in our favor, we don't want still to him to be our traitor. Mercy. Never be a traitor. When they are choosing you to be a traitor, say, hey, this one, they are begging I prefer to commit adultery than to be a traitor. I prefer. Yeah. Look at all the fornicators Jesus saw. He didn't, he just told them, Charlie, don't do it again. Go, go. That's all. Play on, play on, play on. Wow. Traitors. Disloyalty is terrible. Decide never to be a traitor. Heady. Heady. Heady means you, you are more intelligent than anointed. Yes. You are more what? Intelligent than anointed. That's what it means. Heady. Like you are more, like when you say you are fleshly, but this time you are heady. It's more of thinking than anointing and than the spirit. Are you understanding me? Heady. More of analysis, thinking, talking than the spirit. We need the spirit. Yes. That, that's why you have people that can pass exams but are not anointed. Those are heady people. You are heady. And that's why now you must do it, be in the basenta system. You must bus people. You can't bus even three people. And you want to finish an Akazo Bible school. You are heady. Intelligent but not anointed. We will not make you a pastor. If you don't get 700 points, you will never be made a pastor. You may pass exam by getting the strategy of overcoming the MCQs. But, and you may get your certificate, but we will not appoint you as a pastor. Yes, because you are heady. How many moral blemishes do you have? Or oh, you are not num- numbering them? 17 18 the next one high minded high minded that is proud and thinking of big things one day one of our pastors in England came to see me he said to me why don't you have more white people in the church the church is only black people I said, no problem. I'm appointing you as the uh, evangelist, evangelist of the white people. Just go forth and evangelize them. <laughs> you see, 
you are high-minded and heady. Yes. You are not anointed. You are high-minded and heady. And then, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Always with love, we see who you love more. Sometimes if you have had two relationships or three relationships, we can see who you love more. Who do you love more? Boyfriend one or boyfriend two? Girlfriend one, girlfriend two. Yes. That's how you even see love is by looking and seeing. Ah, but this one you used to fry pancake for him. This one you, you stopped frying. There's no frying at all. You used to open the door for her. Now you don't open door. The first lady you were opening door for her, but now you don't open door. Hey! Whom you love more. When you used to work at the bank, you, you can go very early. You can get up. You can do this. You can move. When it comes to God's work, you're always late. You are sleepy. You are tired. You don't dress well. You are not sharp. You are always sleepy. You are bored. You look tired. Verse 5. Having a form of godliness but denying the power. That is the next and the last moral blemish. Now, all these things make your life very dangerous. Yes. We have never been in more danger than now because of this characteristic. Yeah, terrible. There is now a greater chance that a young man growing up in Ghana can become a homosexual than ever before. Yes, yes. Are you there? We've never had such dangers. But now, if you give birth, when you have a child, you'll see that it's more dangerous and possible that your child can come and tell you one day that he who is a boy is a girl. God forbid. Do you want your son to tell you that he's a... He's, 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 he's a, he's a now, shh. Verse 6. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. Now, when God blesses you and you go on your mission field, one of the things you are going to encounter are what we call silly women. Look at it. Silly women. Check the word silly.
Exhibiting or elucidating or sound judgment. Exhibiting Lacking common sense and sound judgment. A woman without common sense and sound judgment. Hey! What do you say? Defenseless and helpless. Silly women. Especially of a woman. I didn't write the Bible. Those of you who are against me because I'm reading a verse. God himself has seen you with an eye that is looking at you seriously. It says especially of a woman. Weak, lacking common sense and judgment. Now, when you get out there as the new apostle, appointed as an apostle, a preacher and a teacher of the Gentiles, a prophet and a teacher, one of the groups of people you find are silly women. Women who lack common sense and judgment. And you can easily do anything to them. Yes. They are defenseless. So don't see it as an achievement or that somebody loves you. You have met a fool. Giving you scholarships. Because many men see the number of girls you are able to sleep with or do whatever as a sign of conquest. He, the cockerel that goes from hen to hen. Huh? Conquering and to conquer. Mercy. It be who they ride them. Acclaim. That's what they say. Acclaim. What's your body count? Shh. Quiet. Many people, when they have power, because they encounter silly women, they misuse the power they have over these people. And you can convert a good person into a monster. Yes. Is there? He says, these are the type of people. Pastors with moral blemishes. Who are lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. Lovers of money more than lovers of God. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Boastful, arrogant, proud, and thankful, and holy. These are people when they encounter silly women who lack common sense and judgment can destroy them you will never destroy any woman's life don't think you are powerful because people come and throw themselves at you yes look in Tanzania there are 10 million more women than men there is no shortage of There is no shortage of women. There are plenty. They want husbands desperately. Silly women laden with sins. Ready to do anything. Yes. So, 
if you destroy people's life or a boy destroying a boy's life and turning him into something you know there are boys who cannot stop looking at other boys because somebody has tampered with the anus yes somebody has tampered with the anus don't laugh what I'm saying when I, when I, you know something when I, do, I don't like it when people you are, you are making fun of serious things very serious things you know when you, you can go to prison when you do certain things you can go to prison there are many priests that are in prison for such things yes and if you know you can't control yourself, you shouldn't become a pastor of such people. Because there are plenty who give themselves to you. It doesn't mean you are powerful or you are loved. <laughs> and if you are a girl, you have to watch yourself. Don't be silly. You know what you say? Don't be silly. Don't lack common sense or judgment. There are many things I can say, but I'm not saying. That's why I'm quiet. Because if I speak now, you will not be happy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, you go out and destroy people's life. Somebody come to tell you, this is the problem that I have. This, 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 this. Before you realize, you have become the second problem. Yes. So many pastors, somebody has come to tell you her, her problem. And you have now added yourself to the problem and the solution is you making it worse. She's already laden with sin and she feels she must confess. She feels she must have somebody to talk to and unfortunately she has come to you, a wicked person with 20 moral blemishes. And as she has fallen into your hands, that's it. Every day she will be coming. Every day she will be coming. Every day she will be coming. And she's laden and heavy laden with her sins. And she's coming and you are taking advantage and abusing the small pastoral appointment that we gave to you. One day you also have a daughter. One day you have a daughter. When she walks out of the house, out of the door, you see what will happen. Yeah. As you give somebody anguish, anguish and fear you reap anguish and fear times hundred yes anguish do you know anguish check it anguish you people these english words i think we need to refresh our uh, anguish extreme pain distress or anxiety mental suffering or physical pain anguish
a sister told me she just visited somebody's house and a, a boy and another boy, you know, they just caught her in the house, just in the area. And what they did to her, she said to me, I cursed them. I cursed them. You think it's a game. You, it's a game to you. Somebody's life is destroyed. And it's a game to you. Yes. I watched a film. Four men raped a lady. Yeah. When they went to court, they were saying so many things. The policeman who saw, he was, he was looking at the case. He said, eh. He took a gun in the film and followed all four. He met one of them. Someone. He did something and the guy brought a gun and he shot the guy. So, so when they went to the police station, he said, oh, self-defense. I was defending myself. Was just, Number one, gone. Number two and three, he told them, he sent a message, meet me, meet you. They didn't know who it was. So something, something, collect something by a waterfall. When he got to water, he, they went inside the water. Number two, number three. Number four, he found somewhere, this hole. He go, he, after each one, he go for interview. The people themselves knew that he was killing all of them. The police themselves knew. He was just looking at themselves. Oh, self-defense, well, I wasn't there. I'm not he finished all of them. Yes. Watch out. Watch out. Those of you who think that these things you can get away with it, be careful. Yeah. There are some of you here, your lives are already cursed because of certain things you've done. You better pray. Yeah. You are spoiling people's lives. And you become a pastor and you are going to add pastoral authority to what bad things you've been doing. Huh? Okay. You become quiet. My preaching is not nice. Number seven. Ever learning. And never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, there are people who are always learning, but they never know anything. Yes. That is why when you cannot bus, you cannot organize a bus center, you cannot be involved in the church, you miss you are ever learning, and the school is full of ever learning people. Year after year goes by, ever learning, but you are not actually coming to a knowledge. That's why I say you can learn, but you have not, you can be taught, but you've not actually learned anything. Amen. Let's carry on. The next point. Now, as Janice and Jambres, Janice and who? Jambres withstood Moses. So do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the truth, but they they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs 
also was. Verse 10. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, my manner of life, my purpose, my faith, my long-suffering, my charity, my patience, my persecutions, my afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, and what persecutions I endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Yea, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.